and welcome to Article 23, your podcast all about work. I'm James Hancock and I'm joined by Rhonda Brighton-Hall. Hi, great to be here. Thank I love this topic, so I'm very excited about the conversation. It is a great topic. So we are going to talk all about soft power, the power to convene different views or people who disagree violently. Yeah. And we're seeing this more and more, aren't we? We're seeing more and more kind of polarizing views, big views, big opinions. Yeah. So I think how you deal with that uh, in the workplace, but in any group of people, is really, really important going forward. Yeah, and I think it's it's super important, and it's going to be super important to society. Yep. For a bunch of reasons that we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss. <laughs> I, gonna I discuss. almost jumped the gun. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but we do have a bit of a topic we want to talk about, because we have used with a range of clients, but also uh, in kind of previous podcasts as well, we do talk about the rugby union, and we typically talk about it with Izzy Falau. We do. But we're going to take a different tact on that one because there's a bit of a development over the last little while on this. We are. And it sort of leads into the conversation we're going to have today on convening differences of opinions. But one of the things yes. we wanted to call out, and we're big believers in calling out good when we see good. Yep. It was really, it was very sad that Australia got knocked out of the World Cup. Very it was sad. sad. I mean, it was kind it was of sad. expected if you looked at the odds and stuff yeah, and given who they're playing. But but yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> but I secretly I thought... revert to my London heritage and go, great. Second team one. Oh, no, that's terrible. It's hard, isn't so it? It's very Sorry. unpatriotic, but um, <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Australians in the future. Yeah. But I thought it was really cool that in the tumultuous, um, when they failed and were knocked out of the comp, yeah. yep. and Michael Checker left yep. and yep. resigned, yep. Um, I thought it was really interesting that they came into this debate around his relationship with Rowling Castles, or lack of relationship with Rowling Castle, the yeah. CEO, yep. and also with Cameron Klein the chair of the board. Yep. And I thought what was really interesting about that, because people in senior roles often fall out, I mean, that's yep. life. Yep. But I really was impressed by the fact that both David Pocock and Michael Hooper yep. spoke about the fact that they didn't know that that relationships or relationships had soured. Yeah. And so they were sort of like, we're out there playing, we're doing the best we can, all the right things for the Wallabies in the yep. country. Um, and we didn't realise that those people were having a bit of a, you know, no relationship situation yeah. behind the scenes. I thought that was actually pretty classy because it's tough. They're yep. in the public eye. They're being criticised. Yep. Australian rugby hasn't been in good shape for a number of years. Yep. But I thought the fact that they kept those personal relationship issues private was yep. actually pretty classy. And a really cool range of, I guess, uh, you know, learnings for leadership, not only from the kind of playing cohort there, but also, as mm. you said, like the off-the-field leadership, mm. um, for want of a better expression, um, of... Let's try and minimize distractions. Let's try and yeah. you know worry about what we're doing Focus. and be and be focused on the goal. Yeah. I reckon that's awesome. I thought it was pretty cool too. Yeah, because it is really tough. I can't imagine their world. I mean, they're very famous and they're doing famous stuff. Yeah, in newspapers stopped at day. airports all the time. Like we're <laughs> only right. we're only ever stopped by the people checking our <laughs> bomb or not. Checking uh, our bags. That's that's, that's right. legitimate. <laughs> All right, so let's go into the hot topic then. Hot topic. So this self-power conversation. Yeah. I think it's a super, super interesting one. And I think it's actually a role that when we play the Australian role globally well, this is a role we play. We're not big enough to be the opinion. Yeah. But we try and convene difference and get different ideas on the table. So I think it's a, it's a skill culturally that's super important for us on the global stage. Yep. And then locally, incredibly important. Yep. And so, as you said, James, we're getting mm. to this violently different opinions yeah and so social media is sort of saying you get two opinions the the haters and the lovers and yeah, nothing right. in between whereas yep. the vast majority of the population on any opinion yep. are actually in the middle there yep but 
the loudest people at the two extremes and they're ragingly angry usually. So that's not going to be a solution. The options are these two and they're so far apart. So the role that we all play and how do you convene the middle? How do you get someone to talk about the middle to try and win people over, to influence, to discuss and to convene people to the table? Don't make them just walk off and throw their toys out of the cot. But actually, I'm going to stay at the table because it's a complex problem. We need to solve it. Let's yep. get in there. And we've seen really good examples of it recently. Yeah, and I think even from you know the social media perspective, I remember when there was only, and I won't name a platform, but only ever a like button, Yeah, which basically right. said, yeah, I'm <laughs> kind of behind it, but it's also now become, that's kind of the middle. Like is like, I've seen it and that's it, opposed to something more emotive on either end of the spectrum, right? <laughs> yes. Plus, if you're really emotive, you probably write a comment or some variation of that. Yeah, So you're getting true. this, you're getting this, the extremities and the polarities of what you know. Yeah. And then the middle becomes a bit kind of weaker, but yeah. it's, it's really important. And like you said, it can be, um, you know, to be influenced, to yeah. kind of, you know, hear those viewpoints. We're not going to solve it by sitting on either edge of a bridge. We're actually no. going to have to build the bridge and find ideas in the middle. Yeah, that's right. They might right. not end up in the middle, but yep. we're going to have to talk. Yeah, that's right. And so the examples we've seen socially at the moment, I thought was really interesting yeah. was that rela- the discussion about Ellen had because she went to the football yeah. and watched, uh, sat with George W. Bush and had a chat to him. And the people yeah. were, oh, I can't believe it. You've deserted us. You're meant to be a, an icon of liberal thinkers and yep. the gay community. And here you are sitting with someone who's been so damaging to both. Yep. Um, and then Mark Ruffalo came out and said, you know, he's just a really, really bad dude and you can't be kind to bad people. Yep. But the fact that Ellen has that ability to bridge to even people she so completely disagrees with yep. means that people will still stay in the conversation. I think it's actually yeah. better than saying, you're bad, I'm goodbye. Yeah. So, okay. Super powerful symbol as well. Super powerful symbol. And I, mm. and I personally, obviously, and mm. you personally, mm. all of us, we sort of sign up for the let's build a bridge, like yeah. get over it. We're not right all the time. You know? no. no. And I thought the other really one, great. the other time we saw this in Australia was a couple of years ago and we had the marriage equality debate. Yeah, that's right. And, and the Massive. whole opinion was this, you know, i desperately against it and furiously angry. I'm desperately for it and furiously angry. And then most of us are going, we're just going to vote and it's going to be fine. Yeah. And, and I think the fact it was held. But we went through this really violent and ugly debate Mm. where um, people were just throwing out hate and hate's just never going to be a great place to land a conversation. Yep, yep. We sort of just move through outrage straight to let's make a decision on what we think's right here. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah, I think and it is. Eventually got there. But... And we saw the same with Ida Buttress, who I think is yeah. a, you know, she, I think she's a fa- fabulous yeah. uh, national treasure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but she's so good at, at, at pulling people together. And yeah. she had this debate the other day about is joking around at work dead? And she did it in such a classy way. It was actually quite funny. Mm. But people polarize it. No, it's not dead and we have to, we're politically correct and we have to start making fun of each other again. Or alternatively, you know, mm. it's we should never ever make fun of each other again because yep. joking is not funny. And somewhere in the middle was this debate saying offensive humor is not okay. Yep. Uh, but sensible humor when we can yeah. sort of be still have a laugh. People. That's yeah, part of like the Australian psyche, I think, is our sense of humor. You can't lose it totally. That's exactly <laughs> right. So in the yep. workplace, particularly those of us who are in leadership roles or HR roles or people roles or yep. team leader roles, you probably, if you're getting diversity and inclusion right, yep. you've probably got lots of different opinions in your team. So why do we need to bother with this sort of We've got two big opinions. Why do we need to talk about yeah. it? Because people go, we shouldn't talk about it at all. We should just leave it at home. Yeah. But we're part of society. Society's issues are complicated. Mm-hmm. We're part of that in the workplace. And it's sort of 
unless the complicated societal issues are discussed with varying perspectives and ideas, we can't yep. solve them at the moment. And so I think le- valuing, leveraging diversity perspectives, mm. experience will probably be the way we solve these really yeah. big problems. So I think it's a super important thing yeah. to be doing. And I loved your example, if I can draw on it, um, from the last few days where we've had some workshops with a large government organisation, I think it's okay to say that, Yeah. Um, where how, how you convene and how you draw on that difference of opinion, yeah. where often in a workshop, and we will all, have all had that, or the team meeting where the loud voice speaks up really early, or... Yeah. Someone with a big opinion speaks up early yeah. and you go, I reckon there's some really great ideas sitting there. How am I going to unearth those as time kind of progresses? Yep. How did you do that in the workshop? Because I absolutely loved the example. Well, yeah, and it is a really good one because you need yeah. some sort of tactics to do this, don't That's you? That's right, yeah. So, so, kind of the, yeah. so the first thing is if you're trying to convene differences of opinions, you can't be one of the big opinions. Like you can't just step back and go, here's my big opinion and I'm right. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise yep. people go, well, now I'm going to fight you or yeah. agree with you either <laughs> yeah. way. But actually what you can do is you can say, you know, thank you so much for the people who've really spoken up confidently and, and really feel at home giving their opinions. It's awesome to hear those. Yep. I really want to also hear the people in the room who've got a quieter voice or not as comfortable in that space. Yep. You now know that you can have big opinions in this space. People are yep. having them. Safe here. Yep. Love to hear your voice. Yep. Yes, safe here. Psychological safety. Yep. Um, love to hear everybody's voices. And the more voices we can get in the room, the more opinions we can get into the room. These are people who, even though their opinions on particular topics might be violently opposed, yep. have to work together, have to collaborate together, have to feel safe to have an opinion and so asking people to step into it when they're quieter or not as confident to have an opinion is actually not a bad idea yeah totally agree I reckon that's a great tactic of pulling people in what about that role you can play of being the bridge I think the bridge role is is really important because sometimes people when they get really emotional on a topic though they feel so strongly about it they want to hang on to it they're right you know I am right here (laughs) it goes but they get so emotional they speak so fast they get very dramatic And someone else will go, right, I hate that idea and here's my difference of opinion. What you can actually do as a bridge is you can say when the first big opinion goes, wow, you know, even though I don't agree with everything you're saying in there, I think there's a couple couple of threads that are actually really important for us to hear because I've not considered that before. It's a different perspective. And then that sort of invites someone (laughs) else to say, yeah, those things might be right, but this other thing I don't agree with because it's never right and wrong it's always very gray these complicated problems so mm-hmm. i think that bridge to say let me restate some of that first opinion and invite others to join that discussion yeah is that bridge between the two i'm on either side of the river and i'm not going to swim you go okay well fine but we have yeah. to get to each other yep yep and we were talking about a little earlier like that's absolutely exacerbated in things like social media with whatever you want to call it a microcosm of um of opinions or an echo chamber of kind of opinions is yeah you know, what you're looking at. We joke about it from a, the marketing perspective yeah. of, oh yeah. my gosh, I must have looked at a flight and now I'm getting heaps of flight ads. But effectively, <laughs> you're getting that from the news. The, that's Never right. That. I, didn't want to, I didn't want to pick on you with the animal scarves. But basically, I've never bought one in my life, but somebody thinks I should. Somebody thinks so you must have been looking up like African safaris or something or as a but holiday. But those I don't same know. algorithms, you're absolutely right. They yeah. do give us a microcosm of opinions, usually ones that agree with us. Yep. Um, colloquially referred to as the echo chamber as you yeah. call it um, and it means that we sound oh everyone agrees with me because here I am with yeah. people who agree with me I'm talking right. about stuff strengthen my opinion <laughs> whatever right. like it's weird that's right but... and I think the other thing that comes in we, we may have a difference of opinion you and yep. I have had a number of times totally. we've disagreed in opinion yep. but what you can't do is you disagree with me therefore you're an idiot oh yeah 
Like you yeah. can disagree with me and be a fine human being with yep. an intelligent mind and everything else. Yep. It's just we have a difference on a particular topic and I think that's valid. Yep. And so I think that sort of stepping out of the echo chamber or at least acknowledging that you're in one. Yeah, that it, or that it exists would be a start for some <laughs> that people. That would be but a start. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yep. And then inside that, I think there's this view that, you know, as you said, the quieter voices with that example, yeah. broader perspectives, breaking down yeah. assumptions. It, don't don't assume that just because you've got an opinion and you're thoughtful on it that you've yeah. probably got all the evidence or all no. the information. Yeah. But you might want to get to people who've got different ideas. The expression that we use is you can always get smarter. So yeah. you might have an opinion, you might know some stuff, but if you can tease out other people's knowledge and experience, you usually learn a lot. And you go, wow, I had this really big opinion, but I didn't realize this, this, and this. I mean, I had... A fantastic conversation the other day with one of my relations about um, genetically modified food. Wow. Now, I'm like, cool. that is bad. That yep. is bad. You know, science should not be near my food. But then they talked about how that would be a solution to the food crisis and the water crisis and the climate crisis we currently have mm-hmm. in terms of growing enough food so more people could have enough food. Yep. Now, you've got to consider that sort of stuff. And they then gave me the science behind it. Yep. And I realized that I was way off beam. Like I was a long way away from being knowledgeable on that topic and they had some really good ideas. Yep. But the fact I didn't say, you're wrong, I'm right. I said, yeah. wow, I didn't know that. Yep. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, being open, being present, yep. listening to other people. Yep. And that you recognize the problems and if they've got a different way to solve it, be open to that, which you were. That's perfect. Yeah. Makes sense. I think the most important thing, and, and we'll land on this point, is mm. when people are violent and disagreeing and they're bringing that violent disagreement into work, you're yep. threatening other people's sense of safety, you're threatening other people's sense of belonging yep. and feeling valued because they're being dismissed as being an idiot. Yeah, totally um, And so there is an absolute role to keep the conversation, to stay at the table, even when it's, it's contentious or yep. difficult or uncomfortable, yep. to stay at the table and keep on listening. That's yeah. a really important role that every single person in the workforce can play. Yep, totally agree. And I think we've got, you know, be present, be open, yes. And I feel like every podcast, one of our recommendations to people, irrespective of the topic, is make space. Yeah, that's a beautiful And, and it's making it. the time, yeah. but also in the right way yeah. with that openness. So yeah. I think that's, that's key. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. I reckon that's a wrap. Yeah, I love that topic and I think that, that hopefully we've given some points in it that are sort of thoughtful on it rather yeah. than just, you know, which side does the company have to come down yeah. on? Yeah, right or wrong, left or right, black or white. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, perfect. Uh, look, thank you very much for tuning in. Please do check us out at www.moi.live. And next week we are going to talk about privilege. Yeah, I can't and we are very, very excited about what we're going to bring you. Can't wait. Um, some new stuff we've been doing. <laughs> yep. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you.